Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive, Uh, and then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Schooner Pod. I'm your host, Bobby Howard with me today, as always. We got Maxwell, Ty Lee. Guys, there was not a game played. No game. What 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 happened here, Jameson? Well, COVID hit and it hit kind of early. It wasn't um really a last second decision, you know. It was the middle of the week last week when we got the news, but you know, essentially our defense just got hit hard and COVID, you know, it's a two-week thing. So our defense is going to be kind of skinny come this game um, this weekend versus Baylor. Yeah, it um, as noted, very much hit them hard. Um, as it, it just, it's just a mess. It's, it's really sad, really frustrating. Uh, the game has been rescheduled to December twelfth, uh, which you know previously was the time for the Big Twelve Championship. Uh, that game has already been moved back to the nineteenth, so no worries there. Uh, big, the Big 12 created quite a cushion. Um, Ty, how disappointed were you to see this game uh, postponed? Um, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of annoying to get it postponed since it's not a big game, um, you know, and, and having to, to travel out to West Virginia and then back, you know, most likely before the, the championship game is not ideal. For, for sure. And I – look – Obviously, big news. This would have been probably the only thing we talked about if, and it, this would have been a really short podcast if it wasn't for news that dropped today. Uh, bombshell stuff, really funny, hilarious, incredible stuff in the, this time of darkness. Bob Stoops has returned. He's been on, he apparently has been on retainer as the uh, special assistant to the athletic director um, since he retired. But uh, because of that, he is able to return and coach up some of the guys um, and coached in uh, fully on uh, Tuesday. Um, so Bob, Bob Stoops back in action, unretired. Jameson, how, how are we feeling about this news? Yeah, I knew he's on staff because that's why Drake Stoops um, is pretty much getting his full school paid for without being on scholarship. You know, it's kind of a um, inside job to kind of get him on staff, but he doesn't have to do anything. And it makes you think if, if Bob is getting brought on, you know, it has to be that our defensive coaching staff got hit hard. And, if, you know, you can kind of pull straws and figure out what's going on. But I feel like that's quite the desperation move to bring on Bob to have like a big senior leader for credibility. And it really makes you think was Alex Grinch, one of the guys that got hit. And you've got to think that that's the case because if Grinch was still there, Lincoln said in his press conference, he has not gotten COVID yet and he's still healthy that they would not bring in Bob Stoops as they still had Grinch. 
So they wouldn't bring him in just if Roy Manning was out, you know. So there's there's something there to read into. Yeah, and of course, uh, if you have not, if you don't just don't know Bob Stoops, uh, he was a, a very, very astute defensive mind before he became head coach at OU, uh, was the defensive coordinator behind some really great Florida defenses um, uh, with uh, Steve Spurrier in the 90s. So definitely a defensive guy. Uh, excellent in the Snyder era, era as well. Um, Ty, how do you feel about the semi kind of return of Stoops? Uh, it's exciting. It'll be, it'll be really fun. I'm sure it'll be a major talking point on, on TV, but, um, it's always good to see. I mean, he, uh, has a great reputation and, and great. He didn't leave, you know, in a bad situation with, with OU fans. So it'll be really, I think it'll be really fun. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, no, for sure. It's, going to be a fun time. His involvement, uh, definitely, we don't really know the extent of it. Uh, Stoops did put out a statement about 15 minutes ago, maybe a little further, uh, that he's just there to kind of observe things, anything really involved in the defense and as a team, uh, not really put up to him. But as as someone who has followed Oklahoma through Stoops' basically, basically his entire tenure, you just know that, um, you know, you, you can take whatever he says in a nutshell. Uh, Jason White tore his ACL, and he said he was going to be ready in two weeks. So Bob Stoops, notorious, oh, no. <laughs> Bob Stoops, notorious fibber about uh, the severity of things. So as far as I know, he's going to be on the sidelines throwing his visor around, uh, getting all upset. You never know. You never know with the guy. But it's exciting, definitely fun talking point. Um, <laughs> so he – uh, he'll he'll just I, I don't know I guess he just has another audience to peddle his tequila onto. So, um, Jameson, how much rock and roll tequila are you going to have this weekend? I need to try some of that just because the brand, you know. Um, try to find one of those autograph ones. Uh, no, not definitely not paying for that. But have you tried it, Bobby? Is it any good? I have not touched rock and roll tequila. Oh, uh, we should do a say. live. I have not either. We should definitely do a live review <laughs> or something. We we definitely should have Byron. Special. Byron's has some some of the signed ones uh, still. Yeah. I believe. Uh, no free ads. Uh, so generic Oklahoma City, uh, you know, liquor store has one. But either way, um, <laughs> we'll see how it all pans out. No, none of us really know what's going to go on. Um, but there is a question of if, if this game gets played. Uh, last week's uh, COVID results uh, were thirty four. Now it's uh, down about to the mid-20s. So, you know, some of that has to do with basketball, which also canceled their games this weekend. Um, but, Jameson, what, looking into this, are we going to be playing football on Saturday? Yeah, I, I really do think it's a toss-up. Um, Lincoln said in his press conference, if all things go well, they'll be able to play. So, you know, essentially, if they're practicing right now, they have the players that they can play. Um, but you know, chirping around, just kind of figuring out what's going on through reading articles, you know, there's around, you know, 11 ish, um, players that got, um, hit with this and it's taken a lot of people down and names would be like Boogie, Woody Washington, Nick Benito, Pat Fields on the defensive end, which is, that's a big deal, you know, and 
that's a lot of guys in the secondary. And I'm sure there's also plenty of backups who got contact traced and hit into this as well. So what the news is, is we're trying to find guys to move into the secondary, move into other places on the defense to try to make things work. Um, whatever that be, you know, like move a guy like a Jamal Morris back to safety, you know, cause he's had experience there. I don't know if Robert Barnes is healthy, but you could do that as well. Um, cornerbacks is going to be hard. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of people out of position, um, on the defensive end offense should be decent. A lot better than, um, OU. we know Spencer Rattler already has gotten COVID. So no matter what we'll have Spencer, um, but the defense is going to be a little shaky. Yeah. I, I mean, absolutely. It's. As you've noted, the defense is a side hit by it the most, which is, um, I, gu- I guess, an issue. It's Baylor. Let's be real. Let's be very, very real about this. Baylor's not really a threat. I'm not too worried about him. Ty, I, I know you've kind of uh, – we- we've obviously done this show for uh, two straight years now, and you know, you've been watching Baylor this entire season. I- I'm not too worried about him, are you? No, Uh yeah, I haven't seen anything anything from them. I, I know uh, we got some content for the for the weekend spread about uh, Baylor's quality for sure. But yeah, I haven't I haven't really seen anything that's that's super threatening. You know, it's always concerning when we have as many people out as we did. But um, yeah, it, it shouldn't be an issue. Even with all these people out, like this is an OU team that could easily roll over a team like Baylor or a team like Iowa State. Yeah, this look. I'm gonna be frank with y'all. There is not a lot to talk about, um, because I mean, well, our game we can't recap that COVID. Uh, the preview is basically green Kansas. Uh, obviously, not as bad as Kansas this year. Uh, the Bear, Baylor Bears are, um, but I, I mean, they're they're just not good this year. Even even against Kansas State. Although Jameson, I, I will ask. Have you seen it out, anything out of Baylor either in their Kansas State uh, win or their Iowa State, uh, not even near win, but you know competitive game that makes you kind of nervous about this game, especially if the Sooners are shorthanded? Yeah, I mean, they've kept their last three decently close. Um, when you said the three games go with Iowa State and then um, K-State last week and then in between with Texas Tech where they lost in the last play. You know, they've kept it decently close. So they're they're getting away from the really, really down and out, poor, poor play that they started at the beginning of the season. And I'm sure that was probably a lot due to their um, their football program shutting down. Um, so that probably took a big toll on them this season. I don't think it's fair to compare them to Kansas, put them on that level. Yes, they are poor. Um, but I think the way they're playing these past three weeks – you can't, you can't put them on Kansas level. K State, I think, is closer to Kansas's level. Look, fair enough, fair enough, I, and I think, I, I think partially that's because of Will Howard being out, or Will Howard being the quarterback and not having to deal with, um, you know, Skylar Thompson, who really elevates that Kansas State team. Um, and you're right, maybe that is a little too harsh, but Baylor, for sure, has not been a very good football team this year. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I mean, I mean, the thing is, it, we, we're stuck still with, you know, a little bit of recency bias from last season. Of We saw Charlie Brewer as a competent quarterback for the, for the Baylor Bears. <laughs> and this is a quarterback, I say competent, you know, like he, he got the job done. Yeah. And um, he had respect to his name. And I know a lot of it went out in that Big 12 championship game. But, but whenever we move into a new season, you have a returning quarterback like that, you expect that they're going to do decent. 
you know, and we keep on having hope for them over and over. And that's our problem with it because he's not doing decent. He changed his number and everything's went wrong since then. Um, so I, I, I don't know how much of it is a supporting cast around him. He's lost, you know, Baylor lost a lot of guys in the draft, you know, like Lynch and then Mims guys like that stars on that team that I'm sure were leaders. And that, and like I said earlier, the COVID shutting them down um, was a huge deal for them because they were pretty much the only team in the big 12 that that happened to. Well, yeah. I mean, let's also not, um, forget the fact that, you know, new coach with Dave Aranda, uh, that's a very hard environment to kind of take control, uh, especially when, you know, you're, you know, taking control of a program that was led by someone who is really beloved in Waco and, um, you know, Matt, uh, not Matt Campbell, good God. Ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, shoot. The guy with the weird jacket. I've already forgotten about him. Panthers coach, please help me. <laughs> um, oh, I had a fictional character that he was, oh, he's Winnie the Pooh. Um, <laughs> Oh, I still can't think Does of it. Does nobody name. know it? I was hoping Bobby would say it by now. Oh, it's oh, going to come to me. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, uh, I've already forgotten that year so so quickly. That's This is so dumb. Oh, this is so bad. Just, We're first name podcast. We've always known that. You had Matt. We're okay. His first name I, is, I had, his first Matt, name rule, is Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Oh, I, said, yeah. I said it already. Did y'all not hear me? You, no. You, the rule part <laughs> cut out. The rule part oh, cut oh. out. Oh, oh, I was just yeah, saying, yeah. We, we had the first name podcast, Matt Rule. First name pod. There, I guess. Yeah. Now we're, we flipped names. We're we're first names when it comes to coaches. Last name when it comes to players. Uh, oh boy, but, something um, like that. Look, this this Baylor team definitely is taking a bit of a hit. Uh, we'll see how it all pans out. I, I'm not I'm not too worried about them, but um, you know, hey, it'll be a test of the Sooners' depth for sure. Um, let's move on. Uh, college football playoff rankings dropped today. Uh, Obviously, you don't expect OU to move anywhere, but uh, Sooners staying put at 11. You can kind of look at what's going on around them. Uh, Iowa State took a leap up to nine, and confusingly, out of nowhere, Oklahoma State took an eight uh, <laughs> an eight ranking jump to 15 after barely beating a Texas Tech team. And uh, let, let me just put it this way. One of the most disgusting uh, fa- acts of failing to cover I've seen in quite a while. So uh, it seems kind of weird to ask about college football playoff runs because we obviously know Jameson gets all triggered about that whenever I bring it up. But um, how, how, how do you think everything's kind of like setting up here for the Sooners? J- Tile, I'll let you start. Bobby, this is not, it's not a thing for OU. Even if we can, even if we beat Iowa State and, you know, in theory, eliminate sort of one of our losses, uh, I, I don't see it. I, there's too many other teams. I, the, just looking at the, the rankings this year, because, you know, we get a little bit different committee, but like A&M and Florida both being as high as they are, um, you know, Florida maybe, but A&M, that's ridiculous. And it's there's just so much that I take issue with in, in this ranking. Uh, even like the three and four, like Clemson and Ohio State can be sort of nitpicky of because like Notre Dame and Clemson, I don't know. It's not, <laughs> OU's not going to. There's too many. BYU is going to win out, and Cincinnati will most likely win out. They have a six and two abysmal Georgia team at eight. There's there's no you know rationale behind this year. 
I, I, fair, fair enough. I just wanted to say, I'm trying to fill some space, y'all. We do not no. have a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I, I, so, I'll, I'll put my comment on this, Bobby, before we bash you too much. I understand that I've gotten triggered, but the big thing that's opening the door for OU and having a chance now is Ohio State's games keep, keep getting canceled. They've only played four games, and I figured a one-loss Ohio State to Notre Dame in the you know would be damning. You know, not to Notre Dame. My bad. Um, what one lost Ohio State would be damning. Um, but now I think that uh, sorry, I got ACC and Big Ten mixed up. Um, but a once a one-loss <laughs> Ohio State could definitely take them like a two-loss OU could definitely go over that for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think. It's- it's it's a matter of the Pac-12 is done. Let's be real about that. You know, Oregon garbage somehow still in the top twenty-five. Uh, I, I don't really see any other Pac-12 team getting up there. Maybe a USC, but um, it, th- let's let's also be real. This is like we're talking about less than one percent of a chance. But you know what? We're trying to fill some content. We're trying to have some fun. Well, let's talk about it. I don't. I I just think like. There's too much sort of buy. I think there's way too much eye test in this one. Bama, absolutely number one. Notre Dame, uh, absolutely number two right now. Like, like you can't argue that. Um, you know, games getting canceled, I think maybe is a factor, but like the the SEC bias in this is absurd with AM and Florida and Georgia um, kind of all being where they are above you know, unbeaten teams that have absolutely blown out everyone that they've played, like BYU. And it's just, I don't know. And then I, I understand sort of excusing Clemson's one loss to, to Notre Dame, but yeah, there's just, I don't think there's any scenario where we don't get Ohio State and either two SEC teams or two ACC teams. I, I just, look, if Ohio State, Again, I think they have to lose. You know, if it's a five and one Ohio State, there's no way I believe you can compare that to a what nine win OU team with two losses. A nine and two OU team. Though. Nine and two, yeah, nine and two. But, but it's not twice it's, the games. But it's not. It's not between OU and Ohio State this year. It's, if, we're, if we're talking about that, they're going to put spot, six and two Georgia in over OU. They would which, not. Do that. Uh, they would not do that because it would be a six and two Georgia team without a conference championship, without a, a uh, what is looking like a potential top ten win over. Um, let's just assume we beat I- Iowa State. Don't jump on me, Ohio. Uh, okay, Iowa but State. you. You also, and I don't want to disrespect Iowa State either. They beat us fair and square, but. You're also assuming that Iowa State remains unbeaten uh, by the time they come around to potentially playing OU again. Which you is they, anything a, is possible. West Virginia. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. It's West Virginia and who else, Jamison? Yeah, but what if they get right. what if they get COVID hit by you know a significant margin? I don't know their COVID stats, but fair, fair uh, enough. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm just saying this BYU completely disrespected right now. Uh, I think there's just no way they get in without drastic ch- uh, schedule change. But overall, it's going to take uh, Notre... Look, Notre Dame, if they don't beat Clemson, it's over. Like, that's done. Mm-hmm. You know, How, let, let's, just, just, let's, just, let's just be flat out about that. You've, uh, been, you've been pretty high on Cincy, Bobby. I don't know anything about them. How are they at number seven at 8-0? 
and BYU is at 13. Because I understand that BYU doesn't have a schedule. schedule, but they've absolutely dominated everyone that they've played. Like, you, would other teams do any better against BYU's schedule? Like, I don't think that the they've been winning by four, five, six touchdowns easily. True, but I mean, these are is Cincy's schedule really that respectable this year? No. No, but the AAC is definitely a better league than the Mountain West or whatever uh, group of teams. Uh, I don't know why you cobbled together. Yeah, it's, it's the, big, the biggest thing. Okay. Yeah, they're independent, but they've been playing a lot of Mountain West teams. They just kind of play whoever. And the way that you can kind of morph your schedule to your liking is not going to be viewed as well in the committee. And it also doesn't help them at all that they're dodging um, scheduling more games whenever they have time to do it. Um, BYU seems to be complacent on the fact that they've done so well this season that they're up and they're ready to cash out at the, rather than go for the jackpot. It's as simple as that. And I, I don't know if Cincinnati, um, an unbeaten, unbeaten Cincinnati would get in over you. They most likely would. I could see this crazy committee pulling me like no non-Power 5 should be in there. OU's been way better and put them in. But the scenario for OU, if you just want to put it and just talk about it, it what needs to happen is Texas A&M needs to lose one of these next two games with Tennessee and Auburn. Um, Notre Dame needs to beat Clemson one more time. And then um, so the committee has to think that OU is, should be more deserving than Clemson because Clemson lost one of their games without Trevor Lawrence, the best player in college football. And then on top of that, if, if Texas A&M doesn't lose, you're talking about an Ohio State loss as well versus um, Michigan State or Michigan, which is not really – you know, Michigan State's been a giant killer, um, but Michigan don't, don't show might. up. So, um, but they're like 24-point dogs uh, this weekend. And – it's it's a tough it's a really really tough run. There's a lot of what ifs and there's a lot of close decisions. So if everything goes our way, we're gonna have to get the nod over two also very worthy teams um, that have a great argument as well. Which is gonna be really tough whenever our losses are to K State, and then I guess Iowa State's a good loss, but K State loss it doesn't look that good because people don't understand how much Skylar Thompson means to that team. That committee does not watch K-State games every single week. They understand the quarterbacks out, but how much does that matter? And I don't think they're going to understand it at all. They're just going to see it as a bad loss. I, I, think, we, yeah. I think the biggest thing we have going for us with the committee is that they're stupid and they're like, <laughs> hey, look, this team it looks way better than they did in September, so let's not – you know, discount them so that we have that going for us, which is nice. We have the brand, which is going for us. Really, honestly, this OU team, given their resume and everything, given the Big 12's resume, uh, probably doesn't deserve in. But it's fun to talk about the scenarios, talk about the paths, um, mainly because this is the first time we've ever done this podcast where there hasn't been a legitimate, clear path to a playoff. So it's kind of fun to fill. You know, it'll stock the stuffing a little, or stock the uh, you know stocking. You know, forward stuff, stuff guess, the stocking, stuff the stocking, full stock of uh, I don't even know, full <laughs> of goodies, some congestion. But uh, hey, hey, we filled some time. Also, um, yeah, I, I, well, I, let me let me ask you this before we move on. So, OU again, probably not getting in. Uh, but if you could see OU getting get into a bowl game, who would you like to see them play, and why? Tyle, let's just start on this one. Also, finish ooh. your point if you wanted to. Uh, no, I just on the because I thought we were going to leave the subject to the playoffs. I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, uh, frequent weekend spread uh, personality, Boat and Blake, 
who has been tricked into watching the playoff show on ESPN for the past like two months, expecting rankings to come out and always being bamboozled into realizing that it's not a ranking show. So uh, glad that he finally started getting some actual rankings. Uh, as far as who I think it would be cool to see OU play, um, I actually, very embarrassingly enough, I don't know just off the top of my head who is what bowls because the you know, some become playoff bowls. I think A&M would be cool because I think we would beat them and people would think it was a quality win and there's some history there. Um, I think just stomping one of the undefeated or, yeah, stomping one of the undefeated teams like Cincy or BYU would be really funny, maybe even a Coastal. Uh, But honestly, if I had to pick one, and I don't know how this would work out, I I don't think it, it... possibly would but unc versus ou the battle of the jordan schools mac brown versus ou a lot of storyline there that i would enjoy unc was I, I think a really good selection for a while just because uh i, I think a lot of people were projecting ou to fall to that cheese it bowl in orlando i don't think they will this year uh, no. i'm feeling the cheesiest <laughs> I, I feel i woke up feeling the cheesiest coach uh, but ou i think has moved beyond that they're at the very least going to the alamo ball i would subject or uh, uh pro- project uh the big 12 champion does not get the automatic uh bid into the sugar bowl as it's hosting a uh playoff game um but that means the uh, you know Cotton Bowl, you know they can just kind of get weird with it. There's no automatic tie-ins there, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, Jameson, how who who are you feeling here? Do you think A and M would be a good spot or uh, someone else? Yeah, I think A and M and the Cotton Bowl is the popular pick and the most obvious pick. It just makes too much sense for that not to happen. Uh, the path is extremely clear. I mean, obviously OU needs to do their thing and take care of business, um, but A and M side is pretty clear as well. But you never know. A and M look like total dog poop this weekend. Um, but That's yeah, I mean, it, it, it'd be fun if there's some way, shape or form, we could play Florida in the orange bowl, but I know we can't, I understand the logistics of it. It would just be cool to just play them in the orange bowl again. And this is a year where, um, you know, there's, there's nothing there's, I feel like if we don't make it to a college football playoff, we kind of play with house money. We just don't have to, we can like relax our shoulders um, and just loosen up and just go out and win a game. It's kind of like that one year we beat Auburn in the sugar bowl. Um, go out and just stomp them. Um, and it'd feel really good to beat Florida in Orange Bowl. But once again, not possible. It's pretty clear that if we went out, it's going to be Texas A&M um, in the Cotton Bowl. Orange Bowl, uh, I believe, is ACC versus random team. So it would be probably a, what's pot- potentially like a Miami versus Florida there. Uh, however, Florida could be a matchup in that uh, sh- uh, Sorry, Cotton Bowl if Texas A&M falls out of favor or if they just decide that's a good spot. And honestly, I'm very okay with not going back to Miami or having OU go back to Miami for a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> wouldn't you want to avenge that whenever we're not having, we don't have much to lose. Like we can, we can stomp on the orange bowl bug. That would be, that'd feel nice. Just get the monkey off your back, you know, call yeah. it good. Yeah. I mean, Hey, that's a good point. You know, low stakes. I'm for it. I'm for it. But Anyways, that's enough conjecture for now. Let's move on to our final segment. Um, Jameson, looking like a pretty big week for Cruden Corner. So uh, mm-hmm. let's get this thing started. Jamison. Yes. What is this? Jamison. This is a Cruden Corner with Jamison. Everybody dancing. Oh, that's nice. 
Yeah, it's looking like a big week. And this was the weekend that was targeted by many recruits to be the big official visit weekend where all of the big names across the um, United States would come in, meet up with Caleb Williams, and come watch the Baylor game. We don't have official visits. COVID hit us. But there are still recruits that will take money out of their pocket and fly here and come. And the number one wide receiver in the country, Nameka Egbuka, is coming in. And we've been clamoring for him to come in, and he's going to meet up with Caleb Williams and watch the Baylor game. This is why it's so imperative we don't cancel this, especially for recruiting and for the season in general. We need this game to be played. And Lincoln's going to do whatever he can. That's why he'll put out no names on defense. He'll put out he'll put out wide receivers as a cornerback just to get this game played because he needs these guys on campus watching a football game and seeing this offense. Um, so Emeka Egbuka is out of Washington, number one wide receiver. Um, he is a lean to Ohio State, but he said clearly, I'm not going to make a decision until I get out to Oklahoma. That's how good of a relationship he has with Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams is that dude if he can get a guy from Washington whenever he's on the other Washington on the East Coast. That that takes a lot of pull and a lot of respect. Um, also, we got Savion Bird coming in. Uh, he is one of the guys at the Center Summit. Uh, the presumed I slash O that was tweeted out that weekend was a silent commit. He is going to be uh, committing to his school of choice here in December and around um, early signing day. Um, we assume to be the leader there as well, and this trip will only help it. Um, the team to worry about there is SMU because um, he is from Duncanville and there's um, connections to SMU's coaching staff there. But all in all, it's going to be a great weekend if we can get this game going on. Mecca, Buka, Caleb Williams, Savion Bird, and I'm sure there might be more. Um, and who knows who knows who shows up? You know, Kamar Wheaton is extremely quiet, a guy that you won't hear anything about, but you never know if he could come in. Um, you know, Bryce Foster already came in and Remington Strickland came in the past game, so they will not be coming back again. Um, but it, it, this is a very, very good sign for us moving forward. Uh, and I, I'm really excited to see what comes out of it with Emeka Egbuka and OU. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Egbuka is like, we've we've mentioned his name a lot on the podcast. A bit of a long shot, but man, if OU can land him, good God, that wide receiver core gets even yeah. more ridiculous. It's Jaden Hazelwood-esque um, to the point where it's like, we kind of felt like we had a long shot outside shot. Um, and at the end of the year, things started materializing and we got Jaden. The thing is that's different there is Emeka Agbuka does not have an Oklahoma connection. There's no reason for him to come to Oklahoma other than Caleb Williams. You know, Jaden had a big Oklahoma connection with his dad, you know. Um, so I, I, I don't see it. Um, words out that he has applied to Ohio State, which doesn't happen much, but he's also applied to OU. Um, through college. Not many recruits do that. Usually it's kind of a fast-tracked thing. So he sent in applications to those two schools. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, you know, we could just be reading, you know, grassman straws here, but it'll, it'll be a fun one. Also, on the other end of things, you know, with with things getting uh, kind of interesting at the two UT schools, which UT has been funnier to watch uh, collapse? The University of Texas or the University of Tennessee? It's got to be Texas. I mean, they just had Caden Stearns de- um, just opt out for the season r- along with Cosme, their left tackle. Uh, it- it's honestly embarrassing. The only few couple guys that can go to the draft are saying, I'm done with two games left. Like, what? Like, are you kidding me? It's not even for the bowl game. They got knocked out of the Big 12, and they said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. That's essentially what it was. You finish the season, and then you opt out for the bowl game. That's respectable. You've never seen this ever. It's not because of COVID. They've had enough. And, dude, if 
Herman is gone if they can find a good replacement for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you've heard stuff from, uh, you know, Chris Del Conte saying that, uh, at least according to Hor- Herman, that, you know, um, they're just like, he, he'll, he's like, I'll, I'll call any recruit, say you're, you're, you know, your job's good or whatever. But, well, you know, I don't know. It, it feels like the end of the line for Herman. Um, Ty, are you, how, how are you feeling about uh, the state of Tom Herman? And are you, are you dancing on the grave or, you know, kind of hoping he's, he's not leaving? No, I mean, I, I buy into the whole, if you're an OU fan, you want him there as long as possible. But I think, you know, at this point, we got to start looking at, at who is maybe going to fill that seat. I think a, an awesome because he gets hype uh, and then, you know, won't perform. Uh, Harbaugh would be a good fit when he gets fired. Um, yeah, I don't – I think there's a lot of possibilities. I, this weekend, Bob Stoops can really – maybe up his Texas contract potentially by coaching well. Uh, here never going to happen. Never going to happen. There's always urban. There's always urban. There's zero shots. Here's the thing. I'm going to level with you guys for a second, though, on a, a completely serious sort of monologue, but I'll keep it short. Urban Meyer has an addiction. Okay? He's, he's an, he, has, he has demons inside of him, and he is addicted to the game. And I understand he's retired from that. He, he claims he's recovering and stuff. But if Texas can find a way to recruit him and just and just get those demons going, he won't be able to help himself. With that budget and without prestige and without potential to, to win and bring a program back, I understand he says he's done. And, you know, like, like Stoops said, but he's not like Stoops. He has demons inside of him, and Texas can exploit that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a joke, but it's a possibility. Hey, his wife's looking at houses in Austin right now. Apparently so. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how all that turns out for sure. But um, I don't know. It, it's just looking bad in Austin, looking good for OU. But anyways, that's all we have for today. You know, we, we squeezed this thing as far as we could to get some content. But it is time for us to move on to our picks uh, if you're listening to this live. So um, with that being said, thank you so much for listening. On behalf of me, Jamison, and Ty, this has been the Schooner Pod. We'll see you next week where we hopefully have a game to talk about and a game to preview. So, till next time, Boomer Sooner, we'll see you soon. Is it Gary? Wait, wait, don't cut it. Don't cut it. It's Baylor week. It's time for Boomer Sooner, Jesus. I've been waiting to say it all year. Go ahead, Ty. You got it. Boomer Sooner, Jesus.